Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, you know we have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and boy howdy, do we love 10-minute plays. And here on the Best of All Possible podcast, we will bring you a brand new 10-minute play every time we drop a new show every two weeks during our 2020 season. Uh, Now, it won't be just me sitting here reading a play, because that'd be pretty boring. Joining us here tonight is none other than Michael Westenberger. Hey, Hey, Robert. How are you today? I'm excited to have you here. uh, Thanks. I think the last time you read for us, Michael, you read the part of a television. Yes, it was riveting. It was, (laughs) Uh, yes, it was very challenging. I'm afraid, you know, that that role only had two lines, but I have a couple more lines for you here tonight. Oh, excellent. Very good. And... uh, in this two-person play, you only have one line. Mark, nice. No. <laughs> um, but uh, as you know, Michael, uh, I like to start off the show with a question that is tangentially related to the script at hand. So I got a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Michael, have you ever been or thought about going to a class reunion? I have, actually. I just went to my 30th. Did you now? I did. So how was that experience for you? Uh, it was interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I went by myself. Uh-huh. Well, my wife didn't go. Christina didn't go. But uh, I Yay! went. Yay! <laughs> uh, went, joined up with a friend of mine, best friend from high school. We went to the party. Uh, we had a, a fairly small class for Northern Virginia. There was mm-hmm. only about 700 people in our graduating class. Um, wow. My I know. graduating class Crazy, had 30 right? people. Right. <laughs> uh, and so we probably had about 150 people. That, that went to the that's reunion. pretty good that's, that wasn't too bad it was interesting to it, what I liked about it was like all the clicks kind of for the most part it kind of went away uh-huh. um, but I think social media helped right because yeah, you connect with so. people and you see how people post stuff on a daily basis mm-hmm. when really it doesn't really matter but you know for the most part you know you see what people are doing what they're up to so kind of when you get to the reunion it's not like you haven't seen them in 30 years because you just saw pictures of them and their right. kids or their grandkids from yeah like you probably like ago. know at least some of their kids names and all that exactly. you wouldn't know otherwise or at least in previous generations you wouldn't probably yeah. have any idea yep super well we're excited to have you here t- today michael and we are going to read a play this evening called when the world falls in love by donald loftus now, uh, joining Michael here tonight reading is none other than, you heard her voice already, Christina Westenberger. Yay! Hi, Christina. So, Christina, you did not go to Michael's reunion. I did not. Um, have you ever been to a reunion of your own? I have. Have you? Uh, did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? Sure. Great. <laughs> so, you're not from, where are you from originally? Upstate New York. Oh, I see. So, so, it's a long way to It's to about to eight her. hours from Williamsburg. Is that all? Yeah. Wow. I drive pretty slow, I guess. <laughs> it took me 12 hours to get to Boston, so. Well, that's, you're going up 95. Yeah, yeah, I guess and that's so. that's a nightmare. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the excuse. We'll go with that. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> well, uh, also joining us here uh, tonight, but not reading, but offering some commentary later on, is none other than Liz Thomas. Hi, Yay! Liz. Welcome back. Hello. And I can also, I heartily agree, 95 is a nightmare. I used to commute into D.C. and just between Fredericksburg and D.C., it was very sad. Oh, yeah. That's like the worst possible stretch of 95. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can attest. It's only getting better or worse, depending on how you look at it. So, Liz, have you been out of school long enough to have a reunion pop up? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? 14? 15? I'll be 16 next week. Oh. Oh. Um, I guess. Yeah. I'm coming up actually on my 10-year college. Uh, we, I remember we tried to have a 10-year high school, but only two people showed up to a bar 
So, so <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how it went down. There was this whole social media campaign, and then it was like two people showed up to this. Actually, it was probably more like 20, but still, you know, it was out of about 700 or so. Yeah, that's about the same. 700, that is wild. Yeah, that's, that's about a class. Maybe 900, me. I don't know. We had a lot of people. We, uh, I did actually uh, have a reunion. My 10-year uh, high school reunion was back in 2012, and mm. there was a Facebook page put up for it and everything. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, they ended up with like three or four people that actually yeah. showed up. <laughs> I mean, social media has made a very different impact. So, yeah, you know, I've, I know everything about you people. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Liz and Michael and Christina. We are going to read once again the When the World Falls in Love. It's a 10 minute play by Donald Loftus. There are two characters in the play. Uh, now, if you're listening for the first time at home, uh, you should know that this is a cold read. Our actors have never laid eyes on the script here before. They only know who they're playing because I sent them a message earlier. But uh, for you at home, I'm going to do the casting just now. So, uh, Christina, if you would be so kind as to play Elaine Silver. Yes. Elaine is described as age 65 to 85, a wealthy Upper East Side New Yorker who has been married to Buddy for a very long time. And Michael, <laughs> I bet you can guess, can you please read Buddy Silver? Uh, Buddy is also aged 65 to 85, a wealthy Upper East Side New Yorker who has been married to Elaine for a very long time. I will read the stage directions. So gentlemen and ladies, without any further ado, When the World Falls in Love by Donald Loftus. The setting, an upper, an upper East Side New York City bedroom of Buddy and Elaine. At Rise, Buddy sits in a wing chair reading a novel, oblivious to Elaine's singing, which we hear from offstage. The time is three days before Christmas. Elaine enters, singing the Christmas waltz. She is wearing a large black tunic, black tights, ballet flats, and an, an enormous costume jewelry. Very 1970s Liza Minnelli. She tries to get Buddy to look up from his book and notice her by strutting and posing as if she were on a runway. It's that time of year when the world falls in love when each song you hear seems to say She poses in front of Buddy and he doesn't notice. Merry Christmas! Buddy looks up at her and stares. She raises her arms in sort of Mitzi Gaynor pose. Finally, after a beat, he speaks. What? 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 That's it? That's all you can say? What? Okay, why? Why what? Why are you singing that insipid Christmas song? What's wrong with it? It's depressing. I love that song. Well, you shouldn't be singing it anyway. Why the hell not? Firstly, we're Jewish. It's secular. And secondly... I know, and secondly, because I can't sing. I know. I know, you've told me before. That's not what I was going to say. Anyway, to your first point, it's non-religious. It's a Christmas song. Christmas is a Christian holiday. No, it's secular, like, I'll be home for Christmas. Or, or, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Or, or, baby, it's cold outside. Jews have been singing these songs for decades. Baby, it's cold outside is not a Christmas song. It's sung in the winter. So? So what? 
Are you trying to start a fight? No. You know what? She moves to the mirror and checks her hair. Just leave me alone. Don't you want to know what my second point was going to be? Your what? The second reason you should be singing that song. No. I do not want to know. Firstly, was because we are Jewish. Secondly, aren't you even a little bit curious? Okay, okay. What is the second reason? Secondly, you shouldn't be singing that song because it is not true. What are you jabbering on about? What is not true? This is not the time of year when the world falls in love. Of course it is! No, in fact, this is the time of year when the homicide rate skyrockets. It does not! <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say! It, it does, too. Every year at Christmas time... You're always so negative. No, I'm not. And you are also incredibly inconsiderate. I am not. I am very considerate. Ah! You haven't even commented on my outfit. No, I haven't. So, what do you think? Is that what you're wearing? Yes. Really? Yes! Okay. She sits at her vanity to touch up her makeup, pretending his comment didn't bother her. Finally, she must ask him. Why? What's wrong with it? What? What's wrong with what I'm wearing? Nothing. Tell me, goddammit! No, really, it's it's fine. No, it's obviously not fine. It's fine. You wouldn't have made that snarky comment if it was fine. What snarky comment? Is that what you're wearing? I merely asked if that's what you were wearing. As if to say... As if to nothing. It meant nothing. Yeah, right. Stop reading into everything I say. Jesus! Jesus? You're calling on him when you won't even let me sing one of his birthday songs? Uh, sing what you want to sing. Just once I would like to walk in here and have you actually say something nice about the way I look. Oh, come on. That's not fair. How is that not fair? I always tell you. I can't remember the last time you gave me a compliment. I always do. No. Actually, you never do. Rubbish. Mm. I'm surprised I... I have any self-positive... Uh, I'm surprised I have any positive self-esteem whatsoever. Oh, please. I always tell you when I think you look nice. But not tonight. I always tell you when I think you look nice. So I assume that means you don't approve of my ensemble tonight. To tell you the truth, it's not my favorite. Okay, well, at least that's honest. Yes. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So tell me, what is it that you don't like about this outfit? It seems to be missing something. What? A bottom? What? It looks like you forgot to put on the pants. This look happens to be very much in vogue now, and... And? And you're an idiot. Yes, of course. I am. So why do you ask me? I don't know. Don't worry. I won't ask you again. He goes back to his reading. Perfect. A few moments pass. He rises and comes up from behind her and hugs her. Oh, go away. Oh, don't be mad, my little secular snow bunny. How can I not be? Aw, oh, come on. You know how much I love you. Sometimes you've got a funny way of showing it. The real truth is I love you no matter what you wear. Why do you care what I think anyway? I don't know a thing about fashion. Well, that's true. But I do know I love you, and I know how lucky I am to have you in my life. Well, okay then. It would be nice to hear it every now and then. You're absolutely right. Tell you what. I'm going to make it my New Year's resolution to remind you every day of how much I love you. 
Okay, sweetie, I didn't mean to start a row. I guess I'm just nervous about this office holiday party. The people in my office can be so judgmental. Oh, I understand. Aren't you going to start getting ready soon? What do you mean? We're supposed to be there at 8. So? What part of that statement didn't you understand? It's, it's getting late. It takes an hour to get there. What exactly did you plan... When exactly did you plan to get dressed? I am dressed. Is that what you're wearing? Yes. Why? What's wrong with it? What is wrong with what I'm wearing? Nothing. It's fine. Let's go. She turns off the light and they exit. Blackout. End of play. Yay! <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. So now we're going to move on to the part of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And I'm going to start with our very special guests in a very special guest seat, Michael. Michael, uh, what are your first thoughts about the play? This could be as simple as I liked it, I didn't like it, just whatever comes to mind. What are your first thoughts? So Christine and I, we've been married for about 22 years now. And we've had that same conversation. <laughs> we have. Is, is that yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it felt true to life to you? Yeah. yeah. Christina doesn't always wear pants. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's, I don't always wear the pants. <laughs> With the pants. I like that they were, they, I, I thought maybe you misread that, Michael, but it is written as the pants. The, the pants. pants. <laughs> yes. I saw, I saw that. Uh, so, uh, Christina, you feel the same? Absolutely. Because all I could think when I started re reading was, no typecasting here. Wow. I know. It, it feels like it's just a quick inner look at our lives. Super. Liz, as somebody who is on the uh somebody who uh somebody who is on the outside listening in, uh what are your first thoughts about the play? It's very uh I first of all I really enjoyed the uh, Mitzi Gaynor and Liza Minnelli references. Very nice. Uh but it it reminded me just a lot of kind of Neil Simon, sort of the the very natural uh like you say kind of an looking into somebody's life, but also heightening it and finding that real comedy of, of life. Of, of finding also in a New York apartment, yeah, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that, that helped. But yeah, I almost, uh, I kind of wish there was a little bit more at the end, but other than that, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, the only reason I wish there was more at the end is just because I enjoy these two characters and I, I really enjoy their dynamic and I wanted to see more of it. So let me ask you something. In the in the description of the characters, uh, it states that they are between 65 and 85 and have been married a very long time. I think that it comes across pretty clearly that they've been married a very yes. long time and have a uh, have a uh, repartee uh, with each other. But let me ask you a question. I mean, I think the difference between 65 and 85 is significant so far as uh, sharpness of mind and mo motion, you know, physical movement, all that sort of thing. Uh, do you have do you lean one side or the other on that scale uh, with these characters? Do you think that they are older, younger? Any thoughts, Christina? Um, well, I'm not 65 to 85, mm -hmm. even though I feel like I'm 65 to 85. My knees do feel um, like they're 65 to 85. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think, honestly, if, if I had really thought about the ages a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a hard thing when you are kind of cold reading it, sure. you know, I think probably we should have slowed it down a little bit. Oh, you're probably to, right. To make it sound more, I'm not 50. Right. I'd not sound, in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah, sound more mm -hmm. 60. Though, in in hindsight, thinking about it, if, sh if they're between 65 and 85, why are they going to an office Christmas party? Right. Ah, well, now I, I will say this. Uh, my wife works in an office where there are a lot of volunteers. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, and some of them, I think, are 
somewhere around 85. Yeah, we, yeah <laughs> I get that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, any thoughts about any further thoughts about that, um, Michael? No, no, I agree. Again, I'm you know I'm late 40s, so for me it's 20 to 40 years away from my age range, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that point of what Christina said about probably slowing down the tempo a little bit just between the, but again, as a cold read, if I were to read it again, I think I would probably slow it down some. And, and on the flip side, I can imagine being 70 years old and strutting around the house in a tunic and black tights. And oh, I was actually flats. picturing myself doing that. <laughs> oh, but okay. yes. Well, then there's that. <laughs> So, uh, so if if we were to take that tack, uh, Liz, about uh, from what you heard over there on the other side of the table, listening into the play, um, do you think that taking the tack of slowing it down would affect the humor in it in a negative way? Uh, there were some jokes that definitely landed. I'll say, sitting on my couch at home reading uh, the play, a couple of places where there were jokes that worked, reading out loud, you know, I didn't catch. Do you think that we'd lose some of that, Liz? Uh, I think, well, yeah, you do have to be careful of the pacing of it, but I think that there are moments where you could maybe slow it down a little bit more, and there might be some comedy in that. There might be some more uh, possibilities in in the physicality without being the the stereotype, without being the the sort of typecasting. But, um, I mean, in a way, you know, I'm sitting here listening, I'm like, damn, this is kind of relationship goals. Like, I want to be 70 and strutting around in, like, sequins (laughs) and singing Christmas songs at the top of my lungs. By golly. So there you go. Well, and I mean, saying by golly. As far in, as, far as moving grade. around the house with no pants on, I think all of us <laughs> probably do that. So. Yes, Mission accomplished. Yeah. But yeah, I think that um, I, I really, I, I wouldn't see this up on its feet with that that knowledge uh, of the 65 to 85 and see what physicality, what physical comedy might be there mm-hmm. as well. Here's a question. Um, does uh, Does Buddy really care at all what she what she wears? Does does it matter to him at all? I don't think so. No, you don't think so, Michael. Mm-mm. Christina, you no. He loves her. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Again, kind of based on that, the repartee that they have with each other, because knowing a handful of couples who are in their sixty-five to eighty-five year range, mm-hmm. you don't you don't always hear that conversation. Now, granted, it could be private, but you know. I see an awful lot of couples out eating dinner who don't even look at each other over the dinner table. So I can't imagine that changes a whole heck of a lot when they get home. Sure. But maybe it does, you know. Yeah. And I got a sense that the couple was still playful. As I was reading it, I felt like it was still a playful, like there was still a spark to their romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think think that that's clear. I mean, I could almost see this being... A newly married couple, 25. If, if they really know each other that well, there is a sort of timeless aspect of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So do you think that they carry this uh, with them as they are going out into the world? Is, is, the, is this I playfulness so. with them all the, all the time? <laughs> you think so, Christina? I definitely think so, at least... I mean, at least looking at our life, that's, you know, we're pretty much like that in real life. Yeah. Anyway. I, so. I, I, I catch that. I think with, with my wife... Uh, People sometimes think that we're fighting when we're not. We're just we're just picking right. at each You're other. You're just playful. Yeah. It's, it's all foreplay. foreplay. Let's right. Be That's well, there we go. It all right. It comes right. down to the foreplay. And how better to end a podcast than with foreplay? Foreplay. Yay. Yay. That's All an important right. note, though. It all comes down to the foreplay. That's very, that's very important. That's some good wisdom right there. So, everyone, let's take a moment to thank Donald Loftus for the play, Yay! When the World Falls in Love. Thank you so much. And, of course, let's thank Michael Wessenberger, Christina Wessenberger, and Liz Thomas for joining us here this evening. Our stage manager, Rachel West. 
and the sound tech who shall not be named. Make sure, if you like what we're doing here, that you hit that subscribe button. And also, be sure to check out our Patreon. We have tiered gifting levels to give you extras from the podcast as we continue through 2020. Make sure you check us out on patreon.com slash boapp, B-O-A-P-P. Best of all possible podcasts, B-O-A-P-P. Not all of that, just B-O-A-P-P. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great night. Bye. Bye. Bye.